Good morning or good afternoon, wherever you are listening to this. My name is Ivory. I am the curator of Embracing Neurodiversity, the podcast. I was asked a few days ago why I say curator instead of creator. And the reason why I say that is because of the intentionality around curating, right? And so for me, it's about creating an experience for people who choose to listen. And the way that I do that is through the ideas and um, thoughts that come from my mind through this podcast, it curates the experience for others. And so I, um, I think that that's important. The intentionality behind that word is important to me. And so I choose to use curator instead of creator um, for that reason. Anyway, welcome back, everybody. This is episode three. And as I mentioned in my previous episode, that the next couple of episodes is going to be focused on the road towards acceptance or the road to acceptance of your child who is on the spectrum. Um, Before I dive into our next topic, if you will, as it relates to like the road to acceptance and um, the different emotions that you will feel, I want to correct myself as I've been doing a lot of research behind what it means to accept your child fully and even um what it means what it means to be on the road to do that while grieving I should say I've been doing a lot of research around it one of the common things that comes up often is in particularly um communities where acceptance is essential um it is recommended not to use the term stages of grief instead using the term stages of acceptance because that's more aligned to this vision of progress and of love and action that your child um, deserves and that lies ahead for your child as you you know, place yourself upon this journey of acceptance, right? And so I am receptive to that feedback. And I actually like that term because I think that it it reminds me of what I spoke about last week, which was this conflict in having grief, even though you love your child deeply and you see them as perfect, but having grief um, felt like, conflicting but that is also a real thing and a part of the human experience in in many ways but I think what is most in line is that like this is stages towards acceptance right and the stages are the same but words matter so moving forward I will use the stages of acceptance when I talk about the myriad of feelings we experience as parents of children who are on the spectrum. Last week, we spoke about denial and how 
Um, that's one of the first, uh, if not the first stages of, excuse me, y'all, you know, it's early in the morning and my coffee has not kicked in, but, um, we spoke about denial and how that's one of the first feelings that, um, we tend to have when, um, we receive the diagnosis, but I'd even add to that now that prior to receiving the diagnosis, if you recall, I spoke about how more often than not, we sort of have some sort of inkling or our intuition sort of nugs at us that may be like, you know, we should get our, our child diagnosed. But then we're like, no, you know, I think they're fine because we have these perceptions of what just, you know, the spectrum look like and do. And we also don't have the expertise, but in that we also say we think they're fine because maybe there's a sense of denial and that denial um as i mentioned last week is simply a defense mechanism to protect yourself from pain and so it's important to be kind to yourself and um allow that feeling to happen but as i mentioned you can that if there's one trait you don't want to stay in for too long, denial will be the one. Because the longer that you deny it, the longer you delay the progress of you building a healthy relationship with your child, fully accepting them for who they are, but also putting accommodations in place. Do not uh, delaying that process of putting accommodations in place so that your child can thrive in the way that they deserve. So denial if that's one of the the initial ones anger also comes up as one of the initial ones actually anger and denial are oftentimes used um not used but often toggle back and forth between which do you which one would experience first upon um receiving news or learning about their child's um, diagnosis or um it is one of the feelings that you feel, you feel first anger as you are on the road to acceptance of who your child fully is, right? And so we're going to talk about anger today. Um, most would consider anger to be a visceral response that is scary and unbecoming it is anger is not a socially acceptable feeling in uh particularly american society at least for the most part for people for black people especially for black men for black women um probably primarily honestly for people of color uh definitely not for children right like anger is a a so it's an emotion that is probably one of the most socially unacceptable emotions in our society at least in you in the u.s um for a lot of subsectors of people and communities and so we have been taught to suppress our anger and to um ignore it um not only to make other people feel safe but also in many ways to keep us alive, right? Um, when I say us, I do mean primarily um, people of color and women and women of color and children. And so essentially uh, the most vulnerable communities. 
Uh, and so anger is not a common feeling or a public feeling that most display on an everyday basis, right? And um, what I'd like us to focus on today is how anger is actually a healthy reaction. And my intention in today's podcast is to hopefully open up dialogue around shifting our mindsets on how we feel about anger, right? And so a lot of studies and psychologists um, state that when we are allowed the space, we as a human species, if when we're allowed the space to openly express anger, um, we are able to like release a a very very much so needed like um aggression within us to allow us to then hear ourselves and our thoughts clearly like anger is such a raw emotion that needs to be let out in order for us to move forward with um accepting life and circumstances more fully right like it is been well documented that um in having the freedom to express anger you sort of kick down this barrier that is blocking you from honestly feeling like um, a level of freedom and so I think what's most important is that is how we use anger and that and how we um how we allow it to manifest. Unfortunately, more often than not, anger manifests itself in rage towards yourself, towards ch- your children, towards your spouse, towards your loved ones, towards maybe a higher power that you believe in like anger manifests itself towards um, other things and people as opposed to just releasing it out of you or um, finding a way to release it that is not harmful to yourself or others that is the way that we that is uh, I think how we make anger most effective is that we find a way to release it in a way that is not harmful to ourselves or those around us. Um, the most, the difficult part in that is that, for the most part, as a society of people, we have not been taught how to release our anger in a healthy way, right? Because we have, we really number one is because we haven't believed that anger is healthy, but we haven't embraced that as a belief, I should say, but. Um, if doing that early on in in the in the child's adolescence, if we implement this idea that anger is healthy in our children early on, then it is my belief that as they become adults, they find much more effective ways to communicate and engage with people around them, and um, they have a healthier sense of how they see the world because 
they don't have this pent-up rage in them that has balled up because they have been taught to suppress it, right? Um, which is not easy to do because anger is uncomfortable for us. It's and we don't like to, we don't like to experience it, and we don't like to see others experiencing it, and it feels vulnerable because oftentimes anger is um, creates. Most people, most of us, have been taught to be to lash our anger out on others or on ourselves, as opposed to um, releasing it just out of you, right? And so, if you know, I'm not a, I say this often, like I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a neurologist, I'm not, a, you know, someone who is an expert in this area. But from my personal experience, if if there is a level of anger or aggression that you are feeling, um, perhaps a physical activity will help. Perhaps a good closing the going to the bathroom, closing the door and screaming to the top of your lungs will help or or a space where no one is around screaming to the top of your lungs will help. Um a good nap will help. Um a kickboxing class, one of those rage rooms. Um if if money is is a thing, if which it is for all of us, most of us I should say then creating your own little rage room right and so like being being intentional about i think the bottom line is being intentional about acknowledging your anger is is not key and then second to that creating opportunities and spaces to release your anger that's not harmful to you or to others is going to be important because Anger is a natural feeling when it comes to loss, when it comes and as it relates as you are on the road towards acceptance, I should say, anger is going to be, it's going to come up. It comes from like oftentimes not understanding why or how or, you know, feeling a sense of like this is interesting because I say this uh very like um with with trepidation because I want to be very clear because we all have like a sense of entitlement in terms of like they're believing that um you are privileged to to certain things like that, that like you are owed certain things in life we all have that some of us more than others right some races more than others but as as a human race we all have that like sense of entitlement in one way or the other and sometimes anger comes from like realizing that the thing that you believe that you were privileged to um you know you don't get to access right and so what what that looks like in in particular as it relates to raising children on the spectrum is this idea that like you know you believe that you deserve to 
that this that you you did not deserve for this to happen to you quote unquote right i remember listening to a podcast that uh angie martinez did with lauren london and was talking about like she, she was talking about like this the importance of shifting from um why me to why not me or i think she was saying like you know and in, in asking god why me like he's god said to her why not you you know and so I, that was a that to me is like what it looks like to this dismantle at the highest level what it looks like to dismantle like your sense of entitlement is is to believe that like it is number one not about you like you know life is about serving and like adding good into the world but also um you're not owed anything and then lastly believing that things don't happen to you but instead they happen for you and that is a process right like that all of that takes time I acknowledge that but but there's like a level of like there's a level of freedom and joy that comes with that in terms of like accepting your child or children as they are uh, there's a level of freedom that comes with that too and so, um, yeah, anger is important to allow you to release and let go of the rage that you feel based on what you either lost or felt that you should have had and did not receive and I think that it's it's an important feeling to allow yourself to have as long as you don't project that upon others and even upon yourself I anger with ourselves is is as equally as harmful as anger towards someone else right and so learn to forgive yourself like because sometimes we make we will make mistakes as parents and raising children on the spectrum and um learning to debunk those myths that you did something wrong as a parent like that's bs and so um all of that causes anger but I think by experiencing the anger, well, what I know actually is by experiencing the anger and allowing it to release from your body in a healthy way, you will move closer towards that acceptance that you deserve and your child deserves, right? So I'm going to leave you all there with that I want you to know that it's okay to be angry and to find ways to release your anger take a pillow or a towel scream in the bathroom scream and cry to the top of your lungs if you are in an isolated space where nobody's around and can hear you scream like be angry be angry but be intentional about 
do your best to be intentional about not projecting that anger upon others and yourself. And anger will come and go. And so accept that too. This world of acceptance is not linear. It is like not even a roller coaster. It's sort of, well, it may, it's different for each person, but it's sort of like a bunch of scribble on a paper. It's ups and downs and cycles and all of that um, for a while. But be kind to yourself. Be kind to your children. And be kind to yourself. Until next time, have a great weekend.